Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Tuesday, November 20th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, we'll be looking at the newest risks to Brexit talks, the arrest of a giant in the auto industry, and yet another bad day for tech stocks. Then, what's behind the swing down in oil prices? The FT's oil expert Anjali Raval is here to explain. I'm Eric Krepke, and here's the news you need to start your day. The future of the global alliance of three major car makers is now in doubt. That's because the chairman of Nissan, Carlos Ghosn, was arrested on Monday. The Japanese car maker accused Mr. Ghosn of numerous acts of misconduct, and it's set to oust him as chairman. Nissan issued a statement that said an internal investigation found that Mr. Ghosn had understated his income over many years. According to Japanese media, Mr. Ghosn made nearly $88.7 million over five years through March 2015, but he only reported half of what he received in financial documents. If Mr. Ghosn is removed from his position this week, it could upset the alliance between Nissan, Renault, and Mitsubishi. That's because he's not just Nissan's chairman. He's also the chief executive and chairman of Renault and chairman of Mitsubishi. Shares in all three car makers fell on Monday. And here's everything you need to know about Brexit. Extra complications from France and Northern Ireland have entered into final negotiations on a Brexit agreement. France is leading a push for more EU declarations to go along with any withdrawal agreement. EU member states are able to make side declarations during difficult negotiations like these. Their statements on issues like fishing rights or trade conditions. They're not formal agreements, but their purpose is to manage expectations by clarifying the EU's interpretation of any deal. Several countries have made them, but France's top priority is an EU declaration on fishing rights. They want to make it clear that a future UK-EU free trade agreement will depend on the UK giving access to its waters. Chief EU negotiator Michel Barnier warned EU ambassadors that statements like these could derail the process. Brexiters would have ammunition to reopen the provisional withdrawal agreement that both sides agreed to last week. And there's another challenge for the ruling Tory party. Last night, the Democratic Unionist Party refused to back the government on finance bill amendments. This casts serious doubt over the alliance with the DUP. Their refusal sent a warning signal to Prime Minister Theresa May that she can no longer rely on her junior partners. And that's just before a crucial vote on Brexit in Parliament in the next few weeks. I'm Robin Wigglesworth. I'm the U.S. Markets Editor at the Financial Times. Tech stocks have had another terrible, terrible day. The Nasdaq index, which is mostly made up of technology companies, ended the day down 3% on Monday. And that has basically taken down almost all of its gains for the year. It's now up only 3%. And the biggest fallers were the big stocks, the fangs. Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Google, and Netflix. And these are companies that have led the stock market rally for most of the post-crisis era and this year they've had a pretty torrid time and all five of those stocks are now in a bear market which means they've dropped 20% from their recent peak. The trigger 
on Monday seems to have been concerns about rising trade tensions. There'd been a conference in Asia and that hasn't led to any sort of resolution and that has renewed fears that these technology companies which have large integrated global supply chains could be very exposed to further rounds and this tit-for-tat sanctions battle between the US and China. The struggles among the members of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, also known as OPEC, have a huge impact on oil prices. The members of OPEC include countries like Saudi Arabia, Iran, Venezuela, Iraq, and Nigeria, and they're juggling what targets to set by managing their oil production. These countries produce about a third of the world's crude, and in turn, affect the price. Last week, OPEC's research arm put out a forecast that said a slowdown in the global economy might be coming. And that could affect oil demand, which would be catastrophic for these countries. The FT's Anjali Raval is here to let us know how OPEC is planning to handle a downswing, and how one new big factor is disrupting the market. Production from the US and its shale fields are rising rapidly. And this has been a new dynamic in the oil market over the last few years. And pretty soon the U.S. is going to be the world's biggest producer. And what everyone is afraid of is returning to this period of low prices all over again. They need to make sure that they act to stabilize any falls in the crude price. Because let's remember, these countries get most of their government revenues from oil sales. So... How has Saudi Arabia responded to that forecast in trying to keep prices high? So Saudi Arabia has already started messaging ahead of the big meeting of ministers in December. They've flagged to the market that they would cut exports in the next few months. And this is essentially a signal to the world that they're looking to cut back on their production. Khalid al-Fali, who is the Saudi energy minister, said at a conference last week that about a million barrels would need to come off to to balance the market. And Russia hasn't been very responsive to that. Uh, How have they responded? So Russia has been sitting on the fence. Privately, we've been briefed by people close to producing companies in Russia that they're actually primed to increase their production by several hundred thousand barrels a day in the coming months. Vladimir Putin, the president, did say that they like oil prices around $70 a barrel. And this is a little higher than where we are. He didn't say that they were willing to to cooperate in any production curbs, just that they still did want to carry on joint efforts. So he's still sitting on the fence. And U.S. President Donald Trump has actually called on OPEC to increase production. Why is that? largely to keep domestic fuel prices in check because any significant rise in international prices can have a big impact on domestic prices at the pump. But now, even as the US has issued these waivers, which Saudi Arabia in particular was not expecting, Saudi Arabia is Iran's arch rival in the region and really was hoping that the US hit the country very hard with economic sanctions. So the US then issued these waivers. And these waivers are to countries that buy oil from Iran? So there are eight countries that buy oil from Iran that have been issued these allowances to import Iranian oil. 
there was a concern that if they weren't issued these waivers, the oil market could really spike because if all this Iranian oil came off the market, there was a real worry about what would what would fill the gap. So why would the U.S. issue these waivers to different countries? Even the U.S. is aware of the impact of a complete loss of Iranian barrels on the oil market. On the one hand, big countries such as India and China are very concerned about their energy security. They want to maintain those imports from Iran. And at the same time, there's a certain quality of crude that comes out of Iran that can't easily be replaced elsewhere. And so if you factor all those things in, you could have ended up seeing a massive spike in prices. If you want to learn more about what's happening to oil prices, Anjali will be talking in depth on another FT podcast on Wednesday called Behind the Money. You can subscribe now on your favorite podcast app. You can also read more about all of these stories on FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for all the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.